you say Are you tough enough enough to play the game? You better step, you better step, you better step aside Unless you're looking, looking, looking for a fight What's the deal? Why are you eyeballing me? What's your problem, boy? Don't you like what you see? But just go, 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 you can handle it Better just fly, fly, fly before you land in it Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. I'm Derek H. I'm the host of uh, Dead Picks Alive. That's the show you're listening to right now. DPLWE. Uh, it is the return of the return show. Uh, took, took a couple of weeks off uh, for a couple of reasons. And I will go through at least one of those reasons right now uh, in the next few minutes. Uh, but... Before that, I need to let everybody know what DPL is. Dead Picks Alive is... I don't know. I'm not sure what it is now. It's its uh, changed over years. I, I was going back and I was thinking about what DPL is and what it was. Like, for a while, uh, it was a breakdown of that day's All Games Interactive show. And then uh, it went to a... Uh, uh, I guess a game news show. Uh, then we went heavily into game news, video game news. Uh, then we went into like a uh, pop culture type thing. And then we went into like a stream of consciousness thing. And then it, w- it was an interview show for a while where we did a lot of interviews, a lot of big time interviews. Uh, uh, then it just went to uh, now it's just basically me yapping. About what's going on with me. That's it. That's the new DPL. I hope you like it. Because that's what the show's going to be for the next hour. For, for a while there, the show was like four hours long. Back in the old days, for the show was like three, four hours. Uh, f- uh, five days a week. Now it's one day a week and it's an hour. That shows you my work ethic. That shows you, uh, that shows you how the sucker's going. Uh, this is an interactive show, though. That that has never changed. It's always been interactive, which means I know the interactive is an old term. That's because this is an old show. But the term stays with it. It, it. it means that you can call in to the show at any time. You can go into a program called Skype. You go to Skype. Skype changed in the last uh, day, so hopefully my Skype updated. So hopefully it still works. When you call in to Dead Pixel Radio on Skype, Dead Pixel Radio, let me either type in, um, let, me, let me log out of this. How do I log out of stuff on Skype anymore? I sign out. There you go. Sign out. Found that part. Now, it should be asking me to sign in again, I hope. Also, we have a Discord. Uh, we used to use IRC. Now we're using Discord, so if you go to allgames.com slash live, allgames.com slash L-I-V-E, you will see a button there that says uh, Discord. Discord is basically it's just uh, it's just IRC. It's the internet relay chat with a nice uh with that looks nicer. That's what Discord is. And you can go there. It's free. All this stuff doesn't cost you a dime. Uh, you go and Click the button on Discord and you'll be popped into the All Games chat room, which is always running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And uh, always there's somebody always somebody in there to uh, talk to. Why is Skype taking so long to exit? I went to exit Skype and it is still exiting. I do not like that. I'm about to force it to close. Can I force it to close? Let's see. I say close window. And that closed it, but I'm not sure. I'm not going to reopen it. Just so people can call in if there was anybody to call in. Okay, while I'm waiting for that, I will tell you guys what I've been up to uh, a week ago. About a week and a half ago, actually. Oh, oh, there it is. Use another account. I was getting some pains in my chest. It was like a sharp pain in my chest. And I was like, oh, that's not good. Let's see. Give me a second, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop out for a second while I type in 
uh, the Skype name. And I'm back. That's how now now, now you guys uh, see how stuff actually works. I will use a light one. Yes, I will use that. Yes. Sound check one. Sound check two. Default communication device. No, I do not. That's not working. So I will use. Uh, how about voice meter output? Maybe. Okay, that looks like it's working. Okay, so hit next. I'm, I'm gonna hit test audio. I'm not sure what this is going to do, but I will hit it while I am streaming. I heard that, so okay, I'm going to say it works. Okay, and if you want to call in, you can just go to Dead Pixel Radio on Skype. Dead Pixel Radio on Skype, and that should connect you to Dead Pixel Radio on Skype. That's me. Now back to what I am uh, what I went through uh, last Wednesday or so I was getting sharp pains in my chest and I was like oh that's not good that's not uh, that's not good at all and so I was like this is going to go away pretty soon I'm, sure, I'm not sure what it is but I was sure it's going to go away and it did not go away uh, that way, that was actually Tuesday, because I'm going to go down how it went, how it went down, and then uh, Wednesday, it was uh, still there, uh, even worse, and I was like, oh lordy lord, I I think this uh, this is this is not this sharp pain every time, and it was every time I breathed breathed in, every time I took it, I inhaled. Uh, I would get a sharp pain, like a very sharp pain, like somebody was sticking a knife in my chest. I was like, oh, that's not good. This hurts a lot. And I was like, I don't know what it is. Um, I was thinking what it was. I was like, I'm having a heart attack. But I was like, yeah, I looked it up. And heart attacks, they say last 15 minutes. It's been lasting like a day or so, so I don't think it was a heart attack. Then they said, could it be severe heartburn? So I was like, that must be it. It must be severe heartburn. And it was, um, it was like what, four in the, no, five in the morning, six in the morning. It was the day, it was daylight outside. And I was like, I, I, I looked it up on the internet because uh, the internet can fix anything. And it said, uh, get some Prilosec. And I went, uh, or Provacid. And I drove down to, I drove down to, uh, Walgreens the whole time and nothing but pain and no matter I could it's not like I could move to the left move to the right anything it was just nothing but pain and then I went and I got the I went and bought both I bought Provacid and Prilosec and uh, I was I went I took it home I took the pills they're both uh, one was a tablet one was a pill both of them look like tablets I took both of them and that my mental brain was like, that's going to fix you. So you're fixed now. And so for like five minutes, I felt better. And then it came right back again. And I was like, oh, this is not good. And I couldn't, I couldn't like, I couldn't inhale. Every time I inhaled, it felt like I was going to pass out. Like that's how bad the pain was. It wasn't like a little bit of pain. It was a lot of pain, a lot. And then I went to, um, I, I called my mom. No, my mom called me. My mom said, Derek, I was like, I was like, not good. She's like, What's how you doing, Derek? I was like, not good. Like what? I was like, oh, pain in my chest. And at this point, I'm thinking, oh, something's going on. I think I'm I I, I think I'm gonna have a heart attack. Honest honest to goodness, I was like I'm having a a long version of heart attack. That's how bad the pain was. And I was like, I I gotta go I gotta go to the emergency room. But I am I I'm current I was currently uh, unemployed and did not have medical insurance and I'm basically still paying for the time I went to the hospital two years ago so I was very I was very uh not really 
interested and that's a, that tells you a lot about the way the world works it's not right where i'm like i'm sick i'm thinking that my my heart is going to explode i'm in, in intense pain and i'm like yeah but i don't want a bill coming i don't want i don't want to i don't want to go deeper into debt instead of thinking oh i want to live another day i was like you know i would rather not incur any more bills that's not how the world should work, but that's how the world works. That's not good. And so my mom's like, Derek, you got to go to the doctor. I'm like, I, I'm not going to the doctor. Got to go to the doctor. And so I went to the doctor at um, 6 o'clock. I remember getting there. I remember got, I got there I got there exactly at 6 o'clock. I drove, I drove myself down there the entire time. And my mom was on the phone and uh, talking to me. I was like, oh, oh, the whole time. And I finally, I got to the emergency room. I had to park across the street uh, from the emergency room because the emergency room has literally four parking spots in front of it. I've never seen that. I did not know. I don't don't know who designed that building. I think it's a poor design, but that's the way it was. I, I um, parked across the street and I, I scuttled. I'm not going to say walked. I scuttled to the emergency room, room door. And I finally got there, and I signed in, sat down, and I waited. And I was while I was waiting, I was lo- I was looking at the there's a television in there, uh, hanging up, and I was like, oh, this is a violent city. It, all the news it was it was on the news, and all the news was about somebody. Um, like there was like a a family annihilation murder where some guy killed his entire family. Uh, somebody was walking around shooting people on the street. But I was like, this is a bad world. The world, the world should be better than this. While I'm sitting in the hospital, uh, not able to take deep breaths, and I was sitting there. There was like five people in front of me, and I was just thinking, how long is this? Like, are they should they should pretty much take me immediately, right? Are they gonna bring me right in? Because I told the the nurse lady that I was in intense pain, and. She did not really, she was more concerned about making sure I had my ID on me. So uh, I, was just, I just sat there waiting. And, I, and uh, my mom was like, look, look like you're in pain, Derek. So I know you're in pain. And I was like, I think I look like I'm in pain. She's like, Make, put on a, a grimace so they know that, that you're hurting over there. Maybe, they'll, maybe they'll, um, they'll get you in there faster. And so I tried. I put on my mean face. Let me see. I used to be able to multitask better. I used to be able to type and talk at the same time. Can't do that anymore. My brain is slowed down. But I went to the, um, about, it took about uh, 30 minutes or so. And they finally called my name and brought me in. And I went to the, the nurse. I walked into the little nurse's room. And they took my blood pressure, which was uh, high. Of course, uh, I was thinking. I think more of anything because of the sharp, sharp uh, pain going to my chest. And I told her, I was like, "Yeah, just, I just, I, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain, a lot of pain." And she's like, "Okay, we're gonna move you into uh, another room." And I moved into the room. I, wa- I walked into the other room and just sat there. They told me to put on a gown. I took off my shirt, uh, put on the gown. Did not take off my pants. I. Just took off my shirt uh, and put on the gown, and the gown was a little bit small for me, but I didn't care. I just, I just wanted them to come and fix me. And the entire time, I was um, uh, my mom was on the phone with me. Um, she was on the phone with me the entire time, and I was like, ah. And every once in a while, I would take a deep breath, and I was like, ah. Nothing but nothing but pain. And I was there for another half hour or so. Uh, before another nurse came in uh, to take blood for me, and the thing is, when every time I have to give blood, literally every time I have to give blood, they can't find a vein on me, and they ended up poking around, and it took them a good uh, ten minutes or so. I'm not disparaging anyone. I'm just, I'm just saying that's the way my my veins work or something. I guess I don't know. Uh, it took them a good uh, ten or fifteen minutes of just poking on my arm. 
So I, like that was nothing to me. I was I was enjoying the the arm pain compared to the chest pain because at this point the chest pain has gotten really bad, and I'm thinking, okay, this is it. I'm I'm gonna be dead soon. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be that much longer. This is what I, this is what it's been waiting for. This, it, I thought it was gonna be a stroke. It's gonna this. It's gonna be a heart attack instead. This must be the. My heart must be exploding. Every time I, t- every time I was like, <gasps> like any kind of breath, I was like, ah, it w- oh, it hurt so much. I'm, th- I'm, rem- I'm remembering the pain now, and it's ah, it hurt. And it, they took the blood, and then left. And as they were leaving, I was like, yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm hurting a lot. That's a lot. It's, it really hurts. And uh, and. They're like, okay, we got you. And they said, does it hurt when I do this? And they poked at my chest. I was like, no, it hurts when I breathe in. And they're like, okay, that's actually good. That's a good. That's a good sign. And I was like, okay, didn't feel good. They said, no, 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 that means this. That means it's probably not a heart attack. If it's a heart attack, it will hurt when I did this. And he poked my ch- and the nurse guy poked my chest, and nothing happened. And then another hour went through. Another hour went went by, and another nurse came in, and they gave me. Uh, paying for the medicine. I was like, what do you guys give me? And they're like, we're giving you morphine. And I was like, oh, okay. And they, they, they pumped me with um, either either two or five cc's of morphine. And that that worked for about where, the, the way morphine worked, because I think this is, the, I believe this is the second time I've had it. It doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't really make the pain go away. It's sort of like this is the way I, I, I um this is the way I perceive it. The pain is still there. You just don't care about the pain. That's the way it felt to me. I was like, Oh, this hurts, but eh, it's not that bad. I, 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 that's that's the way it felt. That lasted about five minutes or so. Uh, that was, and that was, um, yeah, that was about five, yeah, about, about five minutes or so. And then they came back and then the nurse disappeared again for hours. So the whole time I'm just sitting by myself on a hospital bed, uh, just going through my phone. That's it. And I got nothing. I got, and, and of course, in a, a sharp knife stabbing into my chest what it feels like Ugh. and this goes on for hours and hours until they come back again at uh, 9 o'clock and they're like how you doing I said not well got a sharp pain in my chest and it hurts and I know this story is kind of boring because it's basically me just repeating wow my chest hurts my chest hurts but I gotta tell you it's very. it felt very compelling at the time because that's the only thing that was in my head. Oh my goodness, my chest hurts so so bad. I have no idea what's gonna what's that. Well, basically, I thought my brain, my my heart was exploding. I was like, this is it. I'm done. And I was like, this is. I'm in a, some uh, rinky dink hospital with four parking spaces. Then then uh, I'm not sure these these are top of the and and I, I have yet to see a doctor. I've, I've I haven't seen a doctor yet. Only per, I've seen uh, a nurse. Who took my um? Who took my blood pressure? Another nurse who who um, hooked me up to the machines, put a bunch of those stickers on you, and another nurse who took blood from me. That's it. That's all. Uh, I've I've not not seen anybody come in and say, "Oh, <clears throat> hi, I'm I'm Doctor Kavalich. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna see what's wrong with nothing of that. I was just basically sitting there. I was like, "Oh, this is not." I am not good. Uh, maybe this is what this this is how you get when you don't have um, insurance. And then the, another nurse came in. At this point, it's like uh, nine o'clock. I've been there three hours. Gave me another dose of morphine. Uh, and I was like, the last. I was like, how long is this supposed to last? Because the last one only lasted about five minutes or so. And, then, and she's like, okay, well, uh, we'll up the dosage or something. They up the dosage on me or something. I think this is when I went to like five milligrams or five, yeah five milligrams or something, and that lasted a little bit longer. But to be honest, not it wasn't wasn't great. 
it wasn't I, I wasn't I was hoping I was hoping this would happen. I was hoping I would go in there and they would say, Oh, we know what the issue is and for some reason I figured they were gonna take a big long needle like in um like in pulp fiction and stab it in my heart and and, and dump a bunch of medication in there and fix it. For some reason I was hoping that was going to go on. That never that never happened. It never stuck a giant needle in my chest. They um I had an IV in my arm and they in my um, wrist and they plugged and they put um in my hand I guess the back of my hand and they uh, put a morphine in there and it lasted maybe half hour or so uh, before the pain came back and then uh, now it's going on midnight or so and I believe that's when a doctor actually came in I actually saw a doctor and he just walked in. And I and I said the same thing. I was like, every time I de- take a deep breath, he's like, uh, it, it hurts, hurts a lot. Like I wasn't crying or anything because I ain't no punk. But I told him like, look, every time I breathe, breathe in, it doesn't feel good, and it's not, it's not really getting any better. He was like, okay, and then he left. And I was like, I should have said something. I should have said more. I feel like I should have had a longer conversation with the doctor guy because when he came in honestly i wasn't sure of the doctor i thought it was an orderly or something i didn't know he was a doctor I was, if i knew he was a doctor i would have been like doc you gotta fix me up i think my heart's gonna explode but instead i was like no the pain i still got a really sharp pain in my chest it's not getting any better and every time i breathe in we're like okay and then um Another hour went by, and a nurse came back, and I was ho- kind of hoping to see the doc. Like it, it was going down between an hour between visits. I would, I would, I, w- I would see a nurse. A nurse would come in for a few minutes, uh, like a minute or so, and then just then I wouldn't see anybody for an hour. And now it's um, it's going on. What's going on? Like one o'clock or so. Yeah, a nurse came in and they said, "Yeah, we, we we're pretty sure it's not. We're sure it's pretty sure it's not a heart attack. Uh, more likely, it's a torn muscle in your chest. Um, that's what that's what it looks like. We're gonna do one more test. We're gonna take one more test to make sure it's not a heart attack, and then we're gonna send you home. And then she was gone, and I was like, oh. I wanted to say more, but again." The pain in my chest was top was stopping me from putting on a, a a decent conversation with anybody. I wanted to say, "Hey, I'm not sure I should be going home yet," but actually, I did need to go home because I started my um my brand new job the next day. So I didn't want to be I didn't want to not make it to the make it to the job the first day. But the but that was at a time I was just thinking, "Oh, the pain in my chest." And uh, another another nurse guy came in. I'm not sure if he was a nurse or not, but he came in uh, to take blood again. And uh, yeah, now now I was with him. I was like he sat me up and like the whole time I was like I was I can't. He was he was talking to me, but I couldn't really have a decent conversation. Basically, he was talking to me about because he was a black guy. He was like, yeah, I was out. I was. Outside, like in my scrubs, like with my hospital badge, like on my break, and the police car still stopped and said, "Hey, what you doing out here?" He's like, he's in front of the hospital, dressed in the hospital guy, with a hospital badge on, and the police still stopped him. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's the way it goes. That's the way. That's the way. That's the way the world works out here." I don't look. I don't want to turn this into a race thing, but it. The world, the world for the, in the past that, you know what, when I kind of, I don't know if I want to blame Donald Trump for this, but I kind of, I kind of, all of a sudden racism seems to have, have come back into the forefront where it seemed to be, if not going away, it seems to be at least, it was at least pushed back for a while. And now to be honest, as a African-American person, I can tell you. I can tell you this. Racism seems to be on the way back. It seems to be back. And I know that 
here's the part where I, here's the part where somebody else says, "I don't think so." And usually, it's uh, once again, this is kind of racist, but it's like usually it's a white person saying that. White person saying, "Eh, it's not so bad." I'm like, yeah, you're not really living it. Like I'm, I'm kind of living it. I kind of see. I'm seeing how things were a few years ago and how things are now, and people are a lot. Like, racism never went away. It never, like, disappeared. But at least people who were racist were kind were at least had the decency to be ashamed of being racist. And they weren't, like, out in the open. And they weren't uh, so easy to be racist to you or, or around you. Not anymore. Not anymore. The racists are saying, you know what? I don't got to hide. I don't got to hide anymore. I can say whatever I want. And I, I, to be honest, the change came about a year ago when Trump came into office. I gotta, I gotta blame Donald Trump for it. Don't know who else to blame, but I gotta, I gotta blame him. And I, and I was talking to the, I was talking to the nurse guy. I was like, yeah, like, uh, I remember I got pulled over uh, for no reason. Like, you got, yeah, gotta have two. There are two separate rules. And he was like, yeah, some, some lady was talking to him. And he said, "Please don't talk to me like that." And he, and he and next thing you know, he got written up for being combative, combative, and um, and aggressive. He was like, "I was as calm as possible." And he was like, "Yeah, look, they see a big black guy, and you, you no matter what you say, it comes off as aggressive. You can say, "Hey, how, hey, how are you doing?" Like, ah, why are you talking to me, Mister Mister Black Man? So he he took my blood. Did not get any more pain medication, but the but the nurse lady came back in after he was done and said that uh, I was going to be going soon. They're going to be checking me out in about an hour, and about uh, two o'clock in the morning, they finally said, "Okay, you can go." So I was there for about eight hours, and I did not get any. Basically, I just sat around. I didn't. At the end, at the very last, the very last thing they did, they gave me. Um, they gave me. I think Naperson. I think I still have it here. They gave me Naperson, and they said they'll give me a muscle relaxer. Uh, to help to help with the muscle pain in my chest, and that's it. I got a muscle relaxer, and I got some uh, Naperson. Yeah, Nap. I'm looking at it now. Naproxen. Naproxen. Okay, I'll see Naproxen. Uh, made by Glenmark. Take take one tablet by mouth twice daily. And I took that and I walked out and and I left. And halfway through, I forgot to tell you guys, halfway through, um, like around, I guess, 9 o'clock or so, 9 or 10 o'clock, uh, my mom was like, I'm on my way. And I was like, no, because I'm. I was thinking about the the big um big thought in my head was my apartment's really messy. Uh, I don't want to, and I am in too much pain to go to moving around to do a quick cleanup of the apartment for where my mom and at that time it was my brother. My brother ended up saying he ain't coming. My brother was like, I'm on my way too. And he was like, I ain't coming. My mom says she still comes. I was like, Mom, don't come. There's no, there's no reason to come. Don't come. But she, um, she, she said she'd be there in the morning. And I was like, uh. And I was like, I can't, I can't come pick you up. Cause I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start work in the morning. And she's like, you going to work tomorrow morning? I was like, yes, I am going to work tomorrow morning. That's a whole other story, which I will tell maybe eight weeks from now. I will tell my whole work story, but not today. I went to, um, I drove home, I took my Naprixen, uh, cleaned up the house a little bit, as much as I could, uh, with the pain that I was in, basically just moved stuff from one side of the room to the, to the other, not, not, not a great job at cleaning up, and, uh, and I laid down trying to go to sleep, and I was feeling a little bit better. I'm not sure if it was just the thought of the doctor said you're better, so I'm better. Because they, like I said, 
they really didn't do anything and they gave me at the end they gave me a, a muscle relaxer pill uh what what did they give me they gave me uh methocarbamol is what i got with this which is a generic for robaxin i did not see your question uh little knox little knox is in chat i did not see your question so please repeat it and i will answer it i didn't i did not want to and so yeah how did how did i how did i miss your question it's not on, it's not on um it's not on Discord. The only thing Discord is, I asked at 7.16, can you guys hear me? And Big Man said, yeah. Billy O'K said he's a loser, which I agree with. I, I, I think Billy O'K is a loser. Uh, MXT is talking about Slammiversary. And then uh, Lil Knox says, why did Derek ignore, ignore, ignore your question? Uh, let, me, let me type in what was the question. Let me see. What... Is the question question mark shift question mark and yeah that was it I went to sleep I, I was able to get to sleep which is good because the night before I hadn't been able to get to sleep because I would lay down and the act of laying down hurt my chest and then I, when I was sleeping, I, of course, I would, I would try to, I would try to nod off, and all of a sudden, I would take a breath, and I would get stabbed in the chest by a sharp knife. But to, that night, uh, Thursday night, I was able to uh, finally get to sleep, and then the next morning, uh, next morning, I went up and I went to work. Um, Little Knox says, "When did you start doing the show again?" Um, today. Today, today I took, I was off. Um, I didn't do last week because of my, because of the story I'm telling now, the chest problem. And I didn't do the week before because uh, I think I just, I just think, I think I just overslept. I think I just needed some time. I needed a break. So, but before that, it was like maybe a month or so ago. I started doing the show again. I started doing the show on, on Saturdays, uh, DPLWE. That's when I started doing the show. And uh, it's very loose. The, there's no real format to the show anymore. Except I still do the top 10 uh, countdown. But because got to do something. Got to have something on the show. Got to have some, some, uh, something to, pu to push the show forward. So got to do the, the, the top consoles of the week. And that's about it. Um, people can still call in. Nobody's called in yet, though. Uh, you can call into Dead Pixel Radio on Skype if you want to. You don't have to. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm not 100% sure that uh, the show is on, not first on the air. Oops, like, like I'm not even sure this is um, playing. I think I'm supposed to type this in, Dead Pixel Live W-E update the show name there so now I just update the show I still haven't really gotten into the whole running the show stuff I, I remember there was a time a few years ago it had to have been because I've been doing the show for ugh, eight years nine years or so a long a long time but I was doing the at a time where Everything was such a uh, such a well-oiled machine where I would hit a button, and I would be online. I wouldn't even think about it. I'm like, okay, we're on, we're we're live, and boom. Had the Skype set up, had the stream set up. Uh, everything was updated. Uh, everything uh, was recording. Now I'm like, I'm not even sure if, honestly, to be a hundred percent sure, I'm not sure if anybody can hear what I'm saying. I might be just just be talking to the wind. Um, I think uh, one week was it last week week before last I think it was a week before last um, E3 was around and I didn't go to E3 that was the first E3 I missed and well I missed E3 two years ago 
because I didn't get in. But this is the first one like I intentionally, I intentionally missed. Big Man says, I used to take naproxen for headaches. It's good for pain release, but you need to be careful not to take too much. Why not? What happens if you take too much? What ha I, I, I need to know, Big Man. Tell me, if I take too much, like, will I become addicted to naproxen? I think I need I need to have an addiction in my life. I need to be I need to have some kind of um uh some kind of vice. I don't have a vice. I need a vice. Um I didn't go to E three. There was something else going on that I didn't go to. But I like I'm like now here's here's where I'm gonna tell you guys uh something where I don't know. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not in the. I'm not in the best. I'm not in the best mindset right now. I, I'm, I've been looking over. Uh, Billy O'Kay says, "Get addicted to finishing. You will die too." I was. Um. I had. You will die. I tried to show. Um. My mom. You will die too. When she got here, because she got here, we went to. Um. Uh, we went to the movies. Uh, we went to see. Oh, that's what I could have talked about. I could have talked to see, talk about. Uh, thank you for calling. We went to see. Sorry to bother you. Uh, the the show, the movie by Boots Riley, about basically capitalism. It's a little bit about racism, but basically about ca about capitalism and workers' rights and stuff. Um, that, that and then after that, uh, we went and saw. She took me to see. Uh, the the new rock movie, the skyscraper movie, which is like a a B movie version of Die Hard, basically where he's doing stuff where where the whole time I was like this is this is a video game basically like this is just a video game with cutscenes in the middle and then 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 uh and then action scenes, but I went to show her um, you will die too, and honestly I was I was like oh something. Something on it did not work like it was supposed to. There, I can, I can, I can turn on you will die. Can I turn on you will die too now? I'm not going to. You know what? I'm not going to. But I want to turn on you will die too. And um, and something was on wrong with it, and I was like, I got, I need to fix that. And uh, it goes back, and I'm just not in the headspace to do anything right now. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that I'm trying, um. There's a screenplay that I wrote literally almost like 20 years ago. It was a while ago. And my mom found it. She said she wanted to out, to buy it from me. And I was like, okay. Because I think I think it was just her being nice because I'm I'm in uh, in dire straits uh, financially and and uh she uh she said she'd buy it from me and I was like, okay. And I just had to redo the I redid the ending cuz she wrote up what she wanted the ending to be. Which was different to my end. My ending it was like the end. The guy dies, and she's like, "No, it has to be more than that." So I, I went, I went and wrote like another three or four pages of ending, and I, and I gave that to my mom. Uh, also, I was trying to um, uh, finish uh, start. I was starting to get 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 back writing on the ship with red hair, uh, which is my novel that I'm working on. Which I went to start. Um, uh, I went and basically reread what I wrote so far, and you know what? I like it. It's good. What I have so far, personally, I think it flows nicely. I think it's it's moving along. Uh, maybe it might be moving too quick because I can tell. I can see myself like um, just like uh, fast forwarding through stuff. I'm like, I'm gonna need to go back and and uh, and open up and open and like dive deeper into that but now I'm on I'm working on chapter 5 now and chapter 5 is where where things start to really get moving really 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 moving and right now, where is it at where can people see that you can find it on link on inkshares if you go to inkshares.com and then do a search for I think Derek or ship or ship with red hair you can you can you can find it and uh, if you find it you can just go and start I believe it's up there to read it so you can just go up there and 
and read it. So go to inkshares.com, do a search for, do a search for red hair. Red hair. Yeah, do a search for red hair, and it, and it show and the ship with red hair comes up, and you can start reading. It is about is a, is a is a science fiction movie, science fiction movie, science fiction novel about uh, the future of humanity. In the future, like all of humanity, have, they, we've left Earth, and we all live on basically generation ships, like a fleet of generation ships. Uh, which were basically carved out of asteroids, and there's like a, a couple hundred where each ship holds between like a million for like the smaller ones up to like 25, 30 million people or live on like the bigger ships. And they're just flying through space. They're not going anywhere in particular. They just move, they're just moving along. And one of the ships, like there are different, there are different types of ships. Like there, there's like uh, military ships which like have a military structure on them. There are like bot ships which are pretty much run by uh, AI. Uh, then there's just regular capital ships where it's like almost like a regular, like a regular state where with a regular go- governmental structure and everything. People go around. And then there's uh, a matriarch ships where everything's run by basically just one person, the matriarch of the ship. And they're in complete control of everything to everything on the ship, and and the and the story, the matriarch ship one one of, one of the matriarch ships, which the other ships don't really um not not really they don't like them they don't really trust them because they don't know a lot about them, uh, they're very solitary ships, um so the other ships don't really they don't know what's going on with them and they don't like I said they don't trust them, uh, one matriarch ship says hey. Uh, there's a coming up. Um, there's a chance where I'm going to go in and create a wormhole. I'm going to create a black hole. I'm going to collapse a star and fly into it. And everybody's like, "What? What are you doing? What do you, what do you mean you're going to fly into a fly into a black hole?" And a matriarch ship is like, "Yeah, I'm going to take my ship and I'm going to fly into the black hole. And you guys should probably come with me because it'll it'll take us to the other side of the galaxy." And everybody's like, well, that's just crazy. What, what made you come up with that idea? And then they don't know, like I said, they don't know anything about the ship. And they go to find out. They, like, they send people to like, the, the, like question to see what's going on with the matriarch because this is sounding crazy. And basically they find out that the matriarch of the ship is just like a 22-year-old girl. Like she's a, a young girl is, run, is, run, is run, running like in charge of millions and millions of people and she has decided to fly them into a black hole and then the the story goes from there and then they want to like find out what's going on and that's why that's why it's called the ship with red hair because she has red hair get it get it that's what i'm working on now now um Big man said he read chapter four. It's interesting. Oh, that's not good. Nobody wants. Nobody wants to be interesting. I was hoping. Uh, you well. You can't just read chapter four. You chapter. You need to read chapter one through four. You need. You don't just don't just read chapter four by itself. Read chapter one, then two, then three, then four. That's how books usually work, big man. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be kind of lost. Like I said, I'm working on chapter five right now. And hopefully within the next few days, I'll put chapter five up. And like I said, chapter, chapter five is really, things really start moving. Uh, MXT says I should make Revenge of the Ball remastered. Revenge of the Ball was a failure. Um, I liked the game. Uh, nobody else liked the game. And here's the thing. When people, when people um, say, I'm doing this for myself. It doesn't matter if anybody else likes it. I'm doing it for me. That's not true. That's a lie. If you make something and you put it out, the only reason you put it out is because you want other people to like it. If I didn't want, if I didn't care if anybody else liked it or not, then I would have just kept it to myself. It is, it is very, it was very important. And I realize now that uh, Revenge of the Ball, which is no longer available on on uh, Xbox Live. Indie games where it used to be where it used to live, 
I'm guessing I did not do a good job on it. And it makes me feel bad because basically everybody that's played it has said, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. And that takes me back to my whole, my whole current mindset of me not feeling great, not being in the best mood. It's, ugh. Look, I, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. I will tell you guys a secret. Which I should not tell because uh, my mom told me not to ever say anything bad on the on the podcast. Even though I truly believe nobody listen, is listening to the podcast, so it doesn't matter. And uh, the way I see it, whether it's true or not, I see it as uh, a way of like a, like a self-help therapy type thing. Like talk therapy where you talk stuff out. When I was, I, I went to a real therapist a while ago, and and I was telling her all, all all of my issues that I have, and she said, "Well, none of that's true. Like the way you see yourself and the way you think others see you, that's not true." And I was like, "Well, seems kind of true." And she was like, "Look, do you do you have any proof? Like anytime you have a thought like that, anytime you think like that." Like uh, she gave, and then she gave me all these exercises, and one of the exercises was like, ask yourself if there's any proof to what you're saying. Like, ask yourself what is the proof of what you're saying. Like, if you say, "Oh, somebody, uh, somebody doesn't like my hair," I'm like, is nobody likes my hair? You have to say, "Well, do you have any proof that nobody likes your hair?" I'm like, I don't have any problem with my hair. I think my hair is okay. In fact, I just got a haircut. I went to Moses from uh, Fantastic Forum uh, on Saturday. I went to he has a barbershop, and he gave me a haircut. And I think I look, I think I look nice. I don't problem here. But I was just as as an example. Uh, he's like, do you have any proof of that? And then you would go, then think to yourself, what is the proof that you have of this um, of this theory that you have in your head? And you will find that you don't have any proof. Therefore, it can't be true. And I mean, that, that worked for a while. And now, to be 100% honest, over the past, like, few weeks, like, I've been looking, I've been like, I think I got some proof. I think I can prove some of these things now. I think I got, um, I got all these thoughts in my head, and I'm thinking, like, where's the proof? There, there's the proof right there. Like, oh, yep, can't, you're not here with that. So that's why I'm not in the greatest headspace right now. And hopefully, hopefully things will get better. Uh, because things usually do get better. And you, things usually don't stay a certain way. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. Maybe next week I'll talk about it some more. Maybe next week. Right now we, got, we, got, we only have 10 minutes left in the show. Uh, so I will... Oh, Big Man says he read up to four. Okay, so you did. Okay, thank you, Big Man. And what did you think about a Big Man? And chat, tell me. How, what did you What did you think about it? What was it? Get, tell me something more than it's interesting. It's interesting. That's never a good thing. That's what you say when 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 somebody when um when somebody shows you a magic trick that you immediately figured out, and you're and it wasn't that good of a magic trick. You're like, yeah, but you don't want to hurt their feelings. Like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Or they tell you a long, boring story. And at the end, you don't know what to say, so you say, oh, that's interesting. So don't tell me it's interesting. Tell, give me a little bit more, uh, big man, as I go through the top 10 consoles of the week. Every week, uh, we count down the top 10 consoles. Uh, thanks, thanks to the Zeitgeist machine. Zeitgeist machine has been broken since, uh, since I brought it back up. I brought it back online. And so, unfortunately, right now, the Zeitgeist machine only, right now, it wasn't doing like number six. I, I reset it, and now it is uh, going all the way up to number, it's only doing the top nine for some reason. So, right now, I only have the top nine consoles of the of the week. Now, the consoles are, the top nine are basically what people are talking about. The Zeitgeist machine goes... Uh, goes through all the online forums and what people are whispering about in the back alleys and talking about at, in the Best Buy video game section and and on Reddit 
and on their discords and it checks all that and it sees what people are talking about what game systems people are talking about and it, and it, and it calculates it all and it shoots back with a top 10 list in the zeitgeist machine and now number nine in the zeitgeist machine for this this week is the neo geo mini the Neo Geo Mini has dropped way, way down. I guess, I think because people realize that there's no chance of anything ever new coming out. It is just a, it is just a nostalgia machine, which is okay. Because that's, that seems to be in now. But Neo Geo Nostalgia is fairly limited. There's like maybe... That's a twenty game nostalgia. That's a twenty game, twenty game library of nostalgia. It's not like the NES nostalgia, which is there are possibly hundreds of games of nostalgia, even though there aren't. Uh, but that that one seems to have come off a lot better than the Neo Geo Mini. Neo Geo Mini uh, seems to have died off almost as quickly as it, as it came came up. It had a it's E3 it had a had a lukewarm reception at E3, and then after that, nobody's talking about it. Number eight, number eight, the Atari box. The Atari box is oh, uh, Big Man says I wanted to see where the story was going that he just spoiled. Though I am curious where the main character is going to fit into everything since he's kind of a nobody. Invite to the big kids table. Aha, exactly. So that part got through. I didn't really spoil it. Uh, like that's the stuff. Like what I what I did. What I just gave you what you would what the publisher would have written on the back of the book to get you to buy the book. So like there's a lot, a lot more stuff going on. Uh, but yeah, the it is about the the main character uh, is a nobody who was invited to the big kids table, where he's kind of he's out of his element and he's being put into a situation that is uh, beyond his depth uh, and he has to try to figure out how to navigate it that is part of the interesting part of the story because uh, it was interesting to me to see somebody put into put into a, a situation that is so much bigger than they are and they are aware of it it's not like um it's not like skyscraper with a rock where the rock was put into a situation uh, bigger than him. And he's like, oh, all I need to do is to jump off this train onto the building and then break into this uh, and then hack into the system and then use some duct tape to climb the side of a, a burning building on fire. And to, like, like he has no idea what he's like. My, the main character in the, the ship with red hair is, is at a loss of not only what to do next, what of, but what to do now, and the people all around him seem to seem to know what's going on, and he doesn't. That seemed interesting to me. So that's where the book is. That's um, a big part of the book. So I hope you, I hope you continue reading, Big Man. I hope you sign up or whatever, and and uh, and I hope some other people sign up and read it and enjoy it and follow it, and there, and hopefully. Hopefully you will enjoy it. That's all I can say. I will now rush you the next part of the top 10 countdown. Atari Box is looking more and more like a scam. To be honest with you. Um, they kind of got... They, they got outed almost in the same way that the, the ColecoVision Chameleon got outed. Where, where um, people would just regular online uh, detective skills uh, figure stuff out and and they over and Atari seemed to overstep uh, overstep their boundaries on what was the truth or not they put out a video saying here's some gameplay video of Tempest 4000 on running natively on the Atari box because the Atari box is not supposed to be just a nostalgia machine it's also supposed to be its own console with new software so they say, hey, here's the new software. And then the people who actually wrote Tempest said, yeah, we didn't make that game. We didn't write this. We don't have a version that you could possibly be running on the Atari box if the stuff you say is true. 
and Atari came back and said, "Oh yeah," and then it, they're like, "Yeah, but it's gonna be it's gonna be there eventually, so it's not a big deal." And then one guy went to E3 and said, "Yeah, none." Um, yeah, he asked like fairly simple questions, and then wrote a story saying, "Yeah, Atari doesn't know what's going on." And Atari's like, "This guy doesn't know what's happening." And then the like, and then Atari wrote back and said, "These people, they didn't ask us any questions. They're they're making stuff up. It's all fake news." And then the reporter posted on the internet. He's like, "Here's the actual audio from the interview." And it was like a bunch of audio of the guy like just not knowing like simple questions about the Atari box. Billy OK in chat says, Billy, uh, Derek, Billy OK in chat says, Derek says the scam from day one Atari box is looking more like a scam every single week because deep inside, Derek wants this thing to be good so badly and cannot let go yet. That's true. I want so bad. I want it to work so bad. I don't. There's been so many alternative consoles that have not worked, and I don't. And they all, they all like, what do you call it? They all promise this guy, and if they just, just, if they just um, deliver on one of their promises, I'd be happy. And they always deliver on exact, exactly zero of their promises, and I'm just, I just want something to work for once. Like, uh, like that's in a, that's in a big, that's in a big scale of things. Like in a big, in a big scale of things, I just want something. I want to be able to look at something and say that worked. And there's too many things, too many things in the world where I'm looking at now and I'm thinking, well, that's just that just failed. And it's usually something like a great idea or a good idea at least that just doesn't happen. It's for one reason or another, and it fails. And then the status quo, the status quo falls back into place. And right now, uh, the status quo is, as, tar- as far as video games are concerned, it seems to be uh, the Xbox and the PS4 and Nintendo Switch, which is just this, the same size of the same, three sides of the same coin, same three-sided coins, like nothing new there. And every time somebody tries to do something new, it fails. Like, I was really hoping that, Connect was going to work because Connect looked like something new and different. That didn't work. Uh, P- PlayStation, PlayStation VR seemed that was going to be something that, that has gone disappeared pretty much. So I just want something to work in the world, something to be new. Number seven, uh, the Raspberry Pi. Uh, if you want to make your own Atari box, buy a Raspberry Pi for thirty-five bucks. You want to make your own NES Mini. Buy Raspberry Pi for thirty-five bucks. Set it up, install it. Uh, number six, two DS, three DS. Not sure why that's on the list because I don't, I don't think any new games are coming out for two DS, three DS. But there's still a lot, of, a lot of people with them. So, two DS, three DS is number five, number six. Number five, the SNES Mini, which I think got a boost because they re-released the NES Mini. So I think I think this is probably the NES, the NES Classic slash SNES Mini uh, line. I think that's I think that's what I think both of those fit on, fit on this line. Pure nostalgia. I have a SNES Mini right here, and 100% to be 100% honest with you, I have not turned it on. Oh, this is the NES Mini. This is an SNES Mini. This is the NES Classic, I think. Yeah. Yeah, here's the controller for it. I have not plugged it in. Uh, it's plugged in. I haven't um, turned it on yet. Maybe I'll turn it on later tonight. Maybe I'll play some old games. I was playing. Um, I was playing this cactus game on Xbox on Xbox One today. Okay, it's free through Xbox Live Gold, which I'm still paying for. I gotta, I gotta cut down on all the stuff I'm paying for because. I'm I've run out of money. I'm running out of everything, uh, and my uh, like my, the monthly bill hit where everything starts re re upping for the month, and I was like, why am I paying for HBO? Wait, HBO now? I need to cancel HBO now. I don't watch HBO now. Why am I paying for? I pay. I, I'm paying for um 
uh, what's that thing? Hulu. Because I watch Hulu a lot. Uh, but now, lately, now I started my job this week, my new job this week, and uh, I will tell you guys, like, now I get home, I get home tired. From, I don't really do it. Not, not, no reason. I just get home and I end up going to sleep. And next thing you know, I wake up. I say, I got to go to sleep because I get up in the morning. I'm like, oh, this is how, this is, this is how people live their life. This is the first time in, good Lord, 10 years I have had to live like this. I don't like it. I'm not happy about it. Number four, PC. Number three, PS4. Oh, PS4 is on number three. Number two, this is a big one. I Look. Little Little Knox, I am not. I do not. Where are you typing? Little Knox says I ignored him again. Little Knox, where are you putting your your information? Where you're putting stuff? Cause you keep saying I ignored you, and I didn't. I'm not even seeing where you're typing. Here's. I will go down the list again. Little Knox says. Then she says that she's not listening. So what am I supposed? Look, I cannot. Look, there's some battles. There's some battles that you can't win. Where some, I'm doing the podcast, and Lil Knox in Discord asked me a question, and I answered the question. I think I went into fairly, fairly deep detail with it, and then she says he's ignoring you. He's ignoring me, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then she says, "I'm not listening." Like, well, then how, how? Ask a question and you're not listening to the answer, and then say, "What well, you didn't answer me?" I was like, "You're not even listening." Like, what's the like? This this is where in the old days, I, my my um, blood pressure would skyrocket, and I would go into a big long tirade. But now, and then now, little Knox says you're all terrible friends. Right after, uh, okay, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not getting into this. Little, somebody else says uh, she's she's like I'm not listening and then she, and then she says I can't listen I have to wash my hair which is basically saying uh, screw you uh, dead pics alive we but look I can't I can't go through this look I gotta I'm not in the headspace to do this in my head I'll do this later I'll do this later and, and maybe I can have a big Look, I'm all for having a big uh, conversation slash argument slash exchange of ideas. But I can't do that. I can't do that by myself. I can't be the... I can't... I'm already talking into the wind here. I'm already, like, uh, just talking to the void. So, now I'm just going to move on. Number... Number two is the Xbox One. Number one is the Nintendo Switch. I don't know why the Nintendo Switch is number one. I'm not sure, but it's been it's been a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of talk about Nintendo Switch. A lot of games. Bomberman uh, is out for Nintendo Switch. Bomberman is out for everything, but Nintendo Switch version seems to be the one people are talking about. Uh, Splatoon, uh, Smash Brothers, the new Smash Brothers that everybody seems to like. That seems to be the only thing people are talking about. So. Right now, number one, Nintendo Switch. Now the show is pretty much over. I will now uh, go back into my hidey hole. Uh, come back next week. Listen to more Dead Pixel Live Weekend Edition if you want to. Uh, this is also, of course, going to be available on uh, iTunes and and Stitcher and all that fun stuff. Go to allgames.com. Listen to listen to not only this show but a ton of other shows you can listen to and there you go uh, say goodbye say say uh say say hello to all your other friends for me say say, say hello to your mother for me and then now i will now try to find uh find a song to end the show with uh and i will i know what show so i'll, I'll just end it with this one
there you go. I'll, I'll end it with this. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, listen to this. Okay, bye everybody. Another bang. Two balls in the care. And I'm not there, child.